Welcome to the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. Did you hear that? The official place you need to be every single week. And we're almost at the season 13 finale. The crown is near. We're crowning. Let's talk about it. I'm so excited to be here for another week, and I love this episode because it was the reunion, one of my favorite episodes of any season of any kind of Drag Race. I love a reunion, because <laughs> don't forget that when we had the season nine RuPaul's Drag Race reunion, that's where the iconic, iconic, oh wait, yeah, that was the Valentina season, right? Yes, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was. It was when, it was when um, Aja and uh, Aja called it Valentina yes. and saying like, girl, if it's about congeniality, you're not congenial. Like, that's a popularity vote. And then the pheromone, pheromone thing. Yeah. He was like, you don't when love she was me. Like, you don't love me. Oh my God. I, you can't ask for anything more in a reunion. Th- that was very, very dramatic. And it seemed as if the girls were like saving up. Like, oh, when i in the same room again with that bitch, I'm going to let her have it. And that's a smart bitch. You save until the cameras are on. You know, I have done so many things in my life where I would not have done them if a camera wasn't on. I had to go bungee jumping. I had to go white water rafting. I had to lose my virginity. I had to (laughs) lose. If a camera had not been rolling, I wouldn't have said anything. Now, here's me. This is just my opinion. And I get that. As a reality show personality, you really do want to save all of the conflict for a camera. 100%. On a personal note... My style is, I would call you beforehand, said, girl, can we talk? Let's just talk. Let's just fucking clear the air. And this is where I was coming from. But that's just me. I don't want to do it in front of everybody else. It just depends because there are some people in this world that are just so delusional. You can't side with them. Like, they, they won't see. Okay. Like, 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 say you and I were on a reality show together. Okay. And I was very, like, hard-headed, right? Imagine you were, like, imagine I did something. Imagine, like, on the show I played your best friend. Then after the show, you we were never shitty. talked ever again. Right. Like, and but you know how hard-headed I, I was. Like, you might not want to be like, hey, Priyanka, like, where did you go before the show? You might be like, you know what? I'm hurt. My feelings are hurt. I thought we were friends. Okay. And she, and and then the next time I'm going to see her is at this reunion. Right. And of course she's, you know, uh, it just depends on the person because everyone's so different. It depends on the person. And I think it's also if it's like, the, if it's a, if it's a friendship that I feel is worth preserving. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If I feel like, um, because I did do a reality show. I was on, I was, I don't want to brag, but as I, I was on Worst Cook Celebrity Edition. And um, <laughs> I, 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 I have kept in touch with uh, Tanya Harding and Morgan Fairchild. <laughs> no, you don't. Morgan Fairchild, I talk to all the time. She's the best. I love that. I've had her It's one of those things dinner. where like weird shit can bring us entertainers together. And then that's our thing that brought us together. I like, know. Like I'm watching you on the Instagrams and on the TikToks, And there's all these pictures of you with Gottmik and yeah. everybody. I mean, you are at the meat of things as far as drag race goes. I am at the meat of, I love, I love drag race and I love being a part of drag race. So yeah. And later today we're going to talk about the down under trailer. And it's like really cool whenever a brand new season gets announced because it's like more friends. More family. So what was your opinion on this reunion? I mean, it didn't seem to, I mean, they weren't all in the same room, so it didn't, there wasn't, there wasn't a chance for a big Candy Muse, Tamisha Imam showdown. 
No, that's the tough part. But what I did love about this reunion special was that they took it to kind of play homage to what all of us queens in lockdown have been doing. We've been hired for these prides and hired for these online bingos or even throwing our own online events where everything is like, make your own online performance and make it like a music video. Mm-hmm. and. and- and, and all that stuff. So it, it was it was like really nice to see that like us drag race girls as well also have to do the at home drag and figure it out. Right. Now it was it was it was it was non traditional, which I know the internet was a little bit like, oh I thought we were gonna get like a real reunion because I we have to see had them all in one place and infect each of other. Of course. Yes. But it also is an update because we got our drama in all 25,000 episodes of season 13 already. <laughs> so it's nice to have it's nice to have that like moment of like just to see what everyone's about because like lip syncing is what drag queens do. Uh, so let's let let's show it off. And their videos were so cool. All right. They were very good visually. But my thing with drag queens is I want to see it live. I I meet you in the middle there because I I the I went from being on TV to wanting to do live performances. So now going back into a pandemic where we have to do a bunch of like camera on camera stuff again, I'm like I want to perform in front of an audience. I saw a tape of you on the TikTok, uh, a little video of you performing someplace where you were outside on a stage and and the audience was on a balcony farther away from you, (laughs) surrounding you. I thought that was a really interesting solution. And it's that kind of shit that lights me on fire. How was that? Oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. It was like... You didn't miss everybody up close? It felt like a re... No, it felt like a reunion with, like, fans. I was like, this is great. This is where everyone should be. Because the last thing you don't, you know, everyone's getting vaccinated in the U.S., but in Canada, it's a big mess. So it's nice to perform places far, far away from people so you don't catch the COVID right, again. Right, I just, I just wonder how long we'll all be. I mean, you know, I'm used to performing in comedy clubs, which are all, you know, incredibly claustrophobic. It's like a restaurant in Tokyo. They jam as many people as you can, and they're <laughs> practically in your laps. I miss that. So with that in mind, let's talk about the reunion looks because they were all on video they were not live and the first up person we had was kimura hall okay so kimura hall's such an icon both her looks in in the video and then in the just in the zoom call were so i just think she's so polished and so beautiful to look at so why not it was nice to see her be able to get ready on her own Mm -hmm. time She's, yes, she's very striking. I mean, she wore this black kind of beaded, you know, she's the Bob Mackie queen. So clearly she wore this top, which looked like a halter that Cher used to work, wear um, with this kind of uh, braided glitter wig. And um, what do you think about the time she took to get ready during the season? I was, I was, was, I'll be honest. I, you know, I I try to stay on a positive thing, but I get, I got a little pushed when she was late. You know, um. Um, my drag mom, Ecstasy Love, shout out to Ecstasy Love, would always say the the longer you take to do your makeup, the less you get paid. Because <gasps> we were getting in drag like seven nights a week to do shows all across Church Street in Toronto. Okay. So she was like, get your face down to like an hour because if, if you have a nine o'clock show and you're starting your makeup at five, like you're getting paid less and less and less because your show at nine doesn't end till 12. So... What's the fastest you've ever painted? 45 minutes. Wow. Not bad, right? Was it good? It was good. She looked pretty. Uh, Well, one time, you know, when I was on the Broadway back in the Jurassic era, and I had to do a drag (laughs) face, 
there were times where I would spend an hour and then there were times where I would do what in 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and it would look 10 times better. Like there was something about, oh, yes. you know, beat the clock that just kind of like forced me to get it right. Get it exactly. You don't overthink everything. Yeah. Up next, we had Joey J. Joey J. Uh, I loved the Aquaria kind of um, um, a mohawk the, the asymmetrical mohawk, the kind of like, um, it was kind of like a paintbrush on top. She had bangs and a fall on the side. So it's literally for the queen who's like, I don't know what I want my hair to look like tonight. I'm going to have all 10 different styles. And Joey J was smart with um, his song choice. He did I Want You Back by NSYNC. And it's so funny because, like, Joey J out of drag is what... It's very similar to, like, Jackie Cox out of drag. It's, like, online. It like, they could post a photo in drag, whatever, a photo of them shirtless or looking cute. Like, yeah. millions of likes. Like, everyone just loves it. So I think Joey loves doing drag. And Joey is such a great performer in drag. So I love that. She did I Want You Back by Instinct because she's playing into like, I know y'all think I'm a cute boy, but let me just be the drag queen I want to be. I right. loved it. Yeah, she almost did like a, a, a drag version of a boy band, um, yeah. which was very, very clever. And also, you know, for kids of this era, Sync is already nostalgia. It's already like... I know. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Um, I actually have a story about an, doing an Sync song in drag. So I used to... I have this I have this Insync, um uh, like me- mega mix that I like to perform. Mm-hmm. And this this DJ at Woody's in Toronto named uh, DJ Blue Peter. I, I worked with him every single Sunday for the old school show, and that's why I would do the NSYNC songs. And you know, he he's he passed away uh, a, a year ago, but oh, I remember. Um, I know, so 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 sad to lose somebody in the community that's like a DJ or a queen, like, and they're just such a staple. It's so heartbreaking. But I remember one of my last conversations with him was a fight about why I'm I I should be able to perform in sync and he was like no like you're a drag queen you should do like drag music and like all of a sudden I was like no I'm gonna do in sync I don't care it's like, about it breaking so... the rules did you do bye was... bye bye yes of course I did I did I want you back I did it did you know it's gonna be mad bye 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 to dirty pop I did mm. tear up my heart and, and the audience was always like oh fun this is something new and fresh but he was like, what is going on here? Dirty Pop was the last song before they broke up. Yes, yes, it was, it was, it was, it was. Okay, moving on. Tamisha Iman. She showed up for the reunion in a beautiful kind of pink wig. She had the she had a, a big choker on and um, what appears to be a, a textured top that kind of caught the light. Yeah, it's like confetti sequin. I love it. It's awful because it, your hair gets caught in it, but it, it looks beautiful because it catches all the light. Talk about your occupational hazard. She, to me, she's <laughs> like, she's like old school pageant. Like she's going to bring you glamour no matter what. Like you, whatever she's going to show up in, it's going to be tailored. It's going to be beautiful. And she has a, she has a clear idea of what she's serving. I'm just so obsessed with her. I was so happy to see her back and her her song called Arrogant. Like, you better fucking work, bitch. You better work, Tamisha. It was nice to see her. It was nice to see her her again. It was nice to see her her paints change. It's softer. Oh. Um, hmm. But she's still she's still serving her Tamisha Juju. Yeah. She's still serving her brand. It. And I loved I loved her I loved her story this season of somebody who was a cancer survivor. And had to drop out of a previous season and, and came back feisty as ever. I really liked as her spirit. As you do. Yeah. I as really, you do. I really liked her spirit. Um, up next in the reunion. La 
La We. Okay, I need everyone. I need a moment of silence. All right. For La La Re. She came back with a vengeance, and I am so obsessed with her. In the video, the look, she looked gorgeous. The video features Ocean Kelly, who I've since went on an entire binge to find out who this artist is. Arguably one of the best rappers I've ever heard in my life. I'm so obsessed. And it was just such a breath of fresh air to see somebody use their platform to bring an artist from that doesn't have drag race, you know, right. That, right. So like, right. you know, like the, the, I'm sure the ask was like, Hey Queens, we're doing the reunion, submit a performance. And she was like, I'm going to give you an original song with a local performer. That's a great artist as a feature. And, I, like, and I love our artists who do that because now, you know, like all of us are tweeting, like who's ocean Kelly. Like we oh, love her. Yeah. Like, like this. And that, and that, and that's the, the note of Cause there's so many local performers that don't get, you know, dra- drag race and that's fine. What's interesting though, also is like by, by this time, They've had a chance to watch themselves in the season, watch their edit, see what kind of impression they made. And it seems that she came back deliberately to show strength. Like, you saw me struggle. You saw me kind of like um, go through the motions of being on Drag Race. And and you saw me uh, difficulty, have difficulty. But this time she showed up and it's like, I'm going to show you what I do. Almost, uh, almost redemptively. And it was just lovely. I loved her constructed um, look with the... um, with almost those extended shoulders that came into cleavage. <laughs> and then she had an orange wig and those big old salt and pepper door knocker earrings, which, Work, uh, which they all the children wore when I lived in New York when I was a kid. And then I loved her kind of poison ivy look for the video with um, the green. She's, she's a very dark skin queen. And so she's gotten that when you place that dark skin up against any color, you pop. Like, she's really good at picking out colors that are palatable with her complexion. Right. I love it so much. Like, I'm obsessed Do you have to be careful with that? I mean, is there any color that you stay away from? Uh, no, not necessarily. Like, there is always a way of making things work based on, like, if I want to wear, like, a lot of orange, I'll, like, warm my face up, put more orange blush on, like, make all the colors work. Or if I'm doing more of a colder look, I'll use, like, a purpley blush or something just like... There's ways of making it work with how you paint your face, but no matter what, down the line, I always look the prettiest when when I'm wearing, like, a golden-y, brown-y, orange-y, bronze-y Oh, stunning. Kids, Priyanka is a trained professional, all right? So <laughs> if, if uh, don't try this at home. If you do, safety first, all right? Safety just first. Saying, just saying. Just saying. Um, next up, we have Elliot with two T's. Uh, Elliot with two T's. This video was so, I love the look. I love the sparkly, sparkly look. And I also really, really loved uh, the video. Great dancing. Great, 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 great dancing. dancing. Again, she's a showgirl from Vegas and she really showed her brand. And I liked Elliot the more I watched her. Um, the, I, when I saw her initially being treated as like a booger because she was one mm-hmm. of the girls who was voted out and, and, and watch her slowly kind of build. I really saw during the season that she wanted to have friends. Like she was really, yeah. she really wanted to be friendly with the other girls and she really wanted to be included. And I, there was a lot of vulnerability that that took. And I, I really, yeah. I really appreciated yeah. that. Up next, we have your robbed queen, Denali. Do you think Denali was robbed? That's what everyone's talking about these days. <sighs> I, I have a lot of opinions. <laughs> I do think, I do think to a certain degree, I, I, I think that 
some of the looks she served this season did not get the full attention that they deserved. Specifically, the the beat it challenge runway where she came out. Oh my god, dressed the chandelier as a goddamn chandelier, and it was it was so well constructed and so great. And she was a little pushed afterwards, like nah, they didn't notice it at much. And um, Olivia Lux ended up winning that challenge. So. Um, Usually when somebody complains on the show, my first reaction is, shut up, you're safe. Yeah. But I kind of felt bad that th- there was clearly a lot of effort and expertise put into that look. And I don't think it got the attention it deserved. When we're packing the bags for the show, we're like, this is the look that's going to really, you know, take... This take is going to the slay him in the aisles. And when you're told that you're safe, you're like... I- I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm good with critiques. So when someone says like, shut up and sit down. I'm like, okay, no problem. So Denali performs Blackpink and I was so obsessed. I love seeing her skate. I love seeing her perform. It was very, very impressive and has hundreds and hundreds of thousands of views online. I love seeing her skate. It's so much fun. It's And I love seeing her skate and drag, but she looks like she's a competitor in the Olympics. And I think she's very talented. I think that, I think that her run on the show was great. And, and because of that, I don't think she was robbed. I agree. It's about the impact that you make. Exactly. And it, had I felt like, you know, oh, gone too soon, we didn't get to really see the best of her. I mean, her lip sync, I think she did have one of the lip syncs of the season with 100% pure love, where she was, that was, she was out of body. There was something going through her that was so fierce and competitive and amazing. I mean, she really electrified yeah. the nation. Uh, next up, um, Tina Burner. Tina burnt her. Her makeup has changed a lot, and I want to say, Tina, if you're listening to this, I'm very proud that your makeup has refined. You look beautiful, unless you got someone else to paint you, which is also fine, too. We live in a world where it's okay for other people to paint you if you want to. Um, I think you looked incredible, and I and your original song was bad, but you looked great. The song was bad? Oh, my God. Tina Burner knows better. <laughs> I was just glad she wasn't in a yellow or orange wig. She was in a blonde wig. And you're right. Her makeup was, she didn't look like she had that generally smoky burnt eye, that Tina burnt her eye. Mm-hmm. Um, she looked very glamorous. Um, you know what? I liked seeing other queens kind of dressed up in her looks. I liked that part of the video. Because it, it just seemed kind of like her design concept linearly. You know, all the looks, one yeah. right after the other. You could see the collection and how it was cohesive, but you also saw the limitations in it. It's kind of like, okay, I get the style. I see it. I would have liked to see her deviate from the yellow and orange palette uh, a little bit more because week after week after week with um, runways, people really do want variety. And by people, I mean Michelle and Roe. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I agree. Who's next? Utica. Utica. Utica, Utica. Do you feel like she's a controversial queen this season? There's something, I don't want to say controversial. I think she's like a buzzworthy queen where like you want to talk mm-hmm. about her. Um, Utica, I uh, know you're listening to this and I want you to know that when I called you and you didn't call me back, you actually just hung up on me because you were making an outfit. I think that was very rude. So, Oh, clearing the deck. <laughs> you really do save it for the camera, don't you? You save it for the microphone. Well, you're no, not you going to so text funny. her. You just want to do it on the podcast. You want to put her on blast. You know what's so funny is that she literally was like, hey, like she's trying to talk to me. And she's like, Priya, I can't talk. I really got to ma- make this thing. And I was like, fine, bye. <laughs> 
see, that's why we get along. I take everything Whatever. personally. Who I'd cares? be like, okay, fine. You know what? Obviously, your sewing challenge is more important than the conversation that I want to have with you right now. So never mind. Um, she is like an amazing uh, construction designer, like putting things together. And sh- and what I love about her is she puts things together that you're like in your head that that shouldn't work. And yet yeah, it works. And I think her strongest point this season is when she came out in that sleeping bag uh, challenge. The, yeah. The, the, the unconventional uh-huh. challenge. That was like out of Project Runway. Just that the, was wild. The thought behind it and the materials that she worked with. It just, that was really, really, really impressive. I was just like, holy cow. That was really, really cool. And then she did her video, which I actually liked the look of. I liked um I liked the skizzers that she had and all the strings and everything and and what did she sing a Halsey song? She lip synced to a Halsey song, I believe. Yeah, she did Halsey. It yeah. was so cool. It was so cool to see her in her element. I yeah. love Utica. What what what's she like off camera? What's she like as a friend? The like, same. Me? The same. L- literally called her and I was like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I'm just eating a shawarma." What are you doing? Like, she's just the same personality. She's always excited. She's such a great human. Yeah, she has a lot of enthusiasm, and I like when they had that thing about like, "Well, I was struck by lightning, so that's why I'm full of energy." Who are you Very in touch that. with the most from this season? Uh, probably, I would say Denali. Like Denali and I chat really quite often, and Denali, you know, spills some tea here and there. So oh. we get to ch- chat, chat, chat about the behind the scenes. Because I'm not in the U.S. with the other queen, so I have to get my U.S. drama from somebody. That's right, because Denali lived in Toronto? Denali used to travel a lot for her other job, so that's how I would always r- run into her, because she'd come to Toronto and I would see her. Lovely. Next up, Lovely. Olivia Lux. God, she's so pretty. Gorge. Gorge. What, what a great package. Like, her look in the interview with the pink and the big hair and then her look in the video to a Mary J. Blige song. Oh, like, yeah. I gotta give you... You are the MVP of this week, girl. Round of applause. I thought the video was the best. I'll be honest with you. It's so I, good. I, I thought the it. lighting was wonderful and she really kind of embraced that I'm in a music video. So she looked like a gorgeous girl from the music video. She did in her lip sync kind of uh, inject all of the emotion that Mary J. Blige would. And that was absolutely lovely. Um, she, I get a big kick out of her. I love that. You. Yeah. What did you think of the lip sync for charity against Denali and LaLaurie? Honestly, it was just an iconic lip sync for your life against Denali and Lala Ree, and they got to choose a charity. Denali's was National Center for Transgender Equality, and Lala was the National Black Justice Coalition. And uh, the winner got $10,000, but they also still gave Lala Ree $5,000 for her charity, too. So all charity, it was it's a win-win for, for charity. everybody. It's a win-win-win-win-win. Now, let's get to the nitty-gritty. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Before we go on, before we go on, we have to mention that Lala Ree was the recipient of the Golden Boot Award. <laughs> right. The Golden Boot how Award. Dare, how dare I forget. Given to the worst, and I think this was the inaugural Golden Boot uh, Award. Yeah. This was the, uh, the worst look of the season, which was yeah. the paper bags. The paper bags. I, I think that look is the worst look of any drag race across the world. Like that... That's nerve. Like that is to come out and and think you're gonna sell that is full fucking nerve. Like I, oh I, I've my had God. my 
I've had my, you know, dark days about the outfits that I wore sometimes. But when I see that outfit, I, it reminds me that I'm okay. Girl. I am good and I'm going to make it. Girl, it was just like, okay, if you're going to do, never mind. It's too late. It's too late to take back. But now it's become like an iconic thing in its own thing. Like you could dress up as Lala Ree for Halloween now or go to drag con with, 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 with all those gift bags uh, just tacked onto yourself. And people would instantly know who you were. So it's almost Lala Ree's uh, equivalent of Miss Vanjie. Miss Vanjie. Very that. Miss Vanjie. Very that. All right, you are saying. Now we can go on. Now, now we can start to giggle and gossip about who we think is going to be Miss Congeniality of this season. I think Denali's going to get it. Really? Yep. <laughs> I said really like I didn't think she was nice, but that's not was my intention at all. I think it's going to be Got Mick because Got Mick has just been so supportive. Had was conf- was like genuinely curious about the other contestants, genuinely supportive, not in a way that seemed manipulative. I mean, I I was so charmed by him the entire season. Here's the thing. If Gottmik wins, th- this happened to me at a pageant before. All right. I was in the top four. Okay. All right. It was Cru- Cruise and Tangos, our local drag bar in Toronto, their drag race. Okay? Cruise and I went for the crown. And tangos. I went, I went, no, it's top five, top five, top five. I went for the crown. They sent the fifth girl home, whoever she was. And there was four of us staying on stage. And she's like, before we announce who plays fourth, we're going to announce Miss Congeniality. Mm, Priyanka, Priyanka, you're the winner. And I was like, oh, great. And they're like, and also you're fourth place. I said, hold on a minute. Wait a second. I take it back. I'm, I want to just, I am here to make it clear that I am unfit. I'm an unfit mother to my children. <laughs> <laughs> and I will not take this because they they congenialed me and then kicked me off oh. so that's all i'm saying so you're saying that if Gottmik gets a uh, a uh, uh, congeniality then there goes the crown there goes the crown um simone has four wins going into the final mm-hmm. and um but so did bimini bon bulesh in um in uk so it doesn't guarantee uh-huh. that you're gonna win no my i think my i think i think I, I don't know. I don't know. I can't even talk about this anymore because I don't know who's going to take it. Like, they're all so good. Well, that's the end of the show, folks. Watch. We will, we'll <laughs> see you next week. She can't talk anymore. Do you have any questions? Did you get any questions from I the Twitter mustn't. this week? I mustn't. I mustn't talk about this anymore. Oh, no, I didn't get any more questions. Did you? Shit. Rats. No, we're completely unprepared. Listen, we've been answering questions. I just want to mention it. We've been answering your questions from Twitter on air, except for this week. We weren't prepared. So sue us. People have been writing us from every single corner of the globe. We've had people in London, people in Rio de Janeiro. And if we read your question out loud on the air, you will get a charisma pin from World of Wonder. And it's so cute. It's so cute. Just like you, Alec. It's so cute, just like us. So in lieu, in lieu, in lieu, we get to ask each other one question unrelated to our jobs. Go. Oh, I want to hear all about your new boyfriend and how it's going. <gasps> oh my god. Gotcha. That was a gotcha question. Gotcha, bitch. I, and the only reason I'm asking is like right before, when we were starting to talk, you were looking off saying, I'm going to get you food and we're going to talk later. And you were looking very, very coquettish and in love. What does coquette even mean? That cute, just flirty, kind of like... Just uh, like, yes, yes. kiss me, kiss me. I'm a lady. <laughs> um, so I got this tattoo covered up, and I was looking for a tattoo artist. I put on Instagram saying, hey, like, how can I get this covered up? He messaged back saying, I'm your man. And I say, oh, 
but like just like jokingly i guess and then we ended up like we didn't even chat it was like very business it was like yeah okay so you'll do this tattoo this is what i want i want, a, I want an elephant i want this i want that like blah blah, blah. He's like yeah sure like how about i swing i swing by and like put the um the stencil to make sure that is what you want before we actually put it in, in ink and i said no problem so he shows up and i'm like now hold on a minute he was hot I didn't know he was hot. I didn't, know he looked like, I didn't really know what he looked like, honestly. Hold on. Wait a minute. Let's put let's put some jam in it. So he shows up and he's like, and were you like, yeah. did, your, like did your personality change? Were you, I mean, had he not sent you a picture? His Instagram profile is just full of like tattoos. So I, I just kind of just thought it was like a fan or whatever. And then we just ended up like hitting it off. And what's he look like? And now I make and now I'm making him food. Tall, blonde, tattoos. Very sweet. Very sweet Polish boy. Mm-hmm. So my question for you yes. is, uh, can you please walk me through the last time you vomited when drinking? Okay. This is really bad. Um, there used to be... Um, okay. So me... I don't come off well in this story. Um, I have a friend who works for the um, LA Symphony. And we're, we, we've been friends for a very long time. And one time, there used to be a hustler bar in West Hollywood called Numbers. And it was really okay. just Johns and Escorts. And it was so, just a place to make a transaction. Well, <clears throat> I was single at the time. I'd never been. And I wanted to go. I was so curious. And I went. And um, I went with my friend Michael. This is years ago. Like, now I wouldn't have cared. I would just be like, whatever. So I, I called my friend Michael. And I'm, he goes, I don't want to go out. I don't want to go out, Alec. I just don't feel like it. I've worked all day. I said, please, please. <laughs> I have nobody else to go with me. I'm just so curious. I've been this. I have been this person. Yeah. We show up. I drink three vodka martinis in a row. Okay. And this is after oh, I, no. this is, and I haven't eaten all day. And this is after I've begged Michael to go out. And he has relented finally on my friendship. We haven't been there for more than an hour maybe a little like 90 minutes and I turned to Michael and I said I have to get out of here I'm gonna be sick <laughs> and he says you've got oh, to be no. kidding me you've got I took a shower I went I, I said I, I have to go outside I need some air so he follows me outside we get into his car I, I unroll all the windows I'm inhaling the night air and then he gets me all the way to my house and just right, right before I got to my house, I was like, out, out the window and just like three vodka martinis and maybe whatever I had for lunch kind of just came up. But it was like, I, I love that. I did not. It was like, I just felt so, I was like, this is a friendship ruiner right here. I forced you to get out of the house and, and then barfed outside of your car. I, at, least I didn't, at least I didn't barf in the car. It was a dumb thing. No, exactly. Did. And also, like, at least exactly, you, you were very, like, polite about it. Because the first time I ever went to a gay bar, I threw up in the coat check on top of a bunch of people's jackets. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's horrible. <laughs> That's horrible. So what happens? Do they send you a dry cleaning bill or do they just come I No, Alec. They don't even know it was me up until this day. <laughs> I just like I was like walking by like and then kept walking straight out the door got out God and that poor coat check person had to be covered they weren't in, in there your oh, they in there. serves them right for not being digital dil- diligent do your job do your job everybody has a barfing I'll never I bet every single drag queen who's ever been on a drag race especially the ones who are sober now have a barfing yes. story. Hundred uh, percent. So I want to know, 
Next week is the finale. Yes. RuPaul's Drag Race season 13. We finally get an in-person finale this year. It's a lot different than last year's. One more time, who do you think is going to take the crown? All right. This is just personal opinion, but anything can happen. It's going to be Candy Muse. (laughs) You know what's weird is like now that I've been kind of sitting with it, I kind of also feel like Candy might take it too. You never know. You never know. So you're going to have to tune in to the finale next week. It's going to be filmed at the Ace Live, which is so exciting. It's a beautiful theater here in downtown Los Angeles. And it's also next door to the Ace Hotel, which has a pool bar up, which Ooh, is really cool great for people watching. I need a fucking drink. I, I'm ready to drink right now too. Today was a, today was a day. I filmed YouTube videos. I did an interview with Google. I'm doing the podcast. I am ready to party and be a motherfucking star, honey. Also, speaking of being a star, we have more drag race queens and whoever Australia. else in to add Australia. to the pile of new friends of mine. RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under is premiering on May 1st. The trailer came out, and Alec, I it, it like lit me up to see Drag Race in another country. I'm like, we really are taking over the world. I love it, and and also what I love about it is like when I watch Drag Race Thailand or when I watch Drag Race Holland, you really see like the regional differences, like what what yeah. the different queens are like. Like in in um, UK Drag Race, all of them uniformly seem to be great entertainers. Like they're great. Mm-hmm. There seems to be. I mean, not that there's any great, not any great look queens in UK, but they really put it. Pre- on what kind of entertainer you are. And and mm-hmm. Thailand Drag Race, like, the looks were so artful. They were so beautiful. Like, all of them were showgirls, like fairy princesses and everything. And then in the preview for um, Australia, Drag Race Down Under, it looks like Australian drag is technicolor. Like, they just yeah. kind of, like, take everything drag and throw it against an electric fence and see what happens. And have a good time. And then Canada's Drag Race is trash. Anyway, so I just think that <laughs> I am so excited to Take see. Take that back. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love it. My only issue with Canada's Drag Race was during the workroom, all of you were always in flannels. And I was like, I get it. We're in Canada. No, it was cold. They didn't install heat in the studio. I told you this. <laughs> it was bad. Okay, so uh, next week, uh, Alec and I are going to be chatting about the finale and the winner and we're going to be recapping the season and, and talking all the things. Make sure you send us your questions. Send us your questions. You can follow me, Priyanka, at the Queen Priyanka on Instagram. You can catch me on Twitter, at the Queen Priyanka, on TikTok, on YouTube, the Queen Priyanka, everywhere. The Queen Priyanka, the Queen Priyanka. Alec, where can people find you? You can't get away from Priyanka. You can't. No, you, you, can, you can run, but you can't hide. There will be some nope. sort of social media where you will be confronted by this queen, and you'll be a better person for it. I'll get you, bitch. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get, get, get you. I'm going to get you. When you least expect it. Like, I'm going to be closing the medicine cabinet door tonight, and you're going to be like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think you're going? You can find I'm me at Alec Mop at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, you could also listen to my mental health podcast, Alec Mappa Hot Mess with Matthew Dempsey, psychotherapist, where um, we've become the way station, the way uh, mental health station for all of the exiting drag race queens and former drag race queens. We've had Ben De La Creme. We've had Priyanka. Yep. We've had... Yep. Um, 
Alaska. We've just had we've had Bob the Drag Queen. Everybody talking about mental health, and one of the things the queens talk about in every single episode is having to deal with social media afterwards. So if you're listening yeah. to us, if you're listening to me and Priyanka, remember, every single queen who's been on the show has been through racism. They've been through homophobia. They've been through transphobia. The last thing they need to go through after all that <laughs> getting on the show is any more hate online. So if you love a queen, send them love. And when you run out of love, refuel and keep giving them more. We love you and we will see you next week. Bye! This has been a World of Wonder production.